right, thank you. It's good to be here. My name is Ali and I'm a compulsive overeater. And uh, grateful to be here, 6 p.m. California time. So I uh, came into this program and uh, on August 26, 1984. So this past August was 39 years in Overeaters Anonymous. And I I came in uh, with a hundred uh, with a 285 pound high weight. And uh, so I've lost about 140 pounds. I'm in the 146 to 148 zone. So that does qualify me for a 100 pounder. And um, yeah, I've I've been a compulsive reader for as long as I can remember. And uh, at least I had a compulsive overeating mind for as long as I can remember, but my binge eating, and that was the primary disease for me is binge eating, uh, began somewhere in the age of uh, 11, 12, and just continued uh, and got worse and uh, until I came into the program in uh, the age of 32, I think it was. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's such a devastating disease and um, so suffocating in its impact. Uh, I was not a pretty uh, hundred pounder uh, compulsive. I I I rarely took baths. Uh, I wore the same clothes. I tried to cover my fat by wearing uh, clothes that were more like tents. Uh, I had a girlfriend who would make my shirts for me, couldn't buy them, or at least I didn't have the courage to go to the stores to buy them. She would make shirts for me. And uh, I I, I, I must have lost, you know, five, six, seven hundred pounds over time without ever having heard of Overeaters Anonymous. You know, the old tried and true um, diets. And uh, I tried all kinds of ways, fasting, eating just a few hundred calories a day. And uh, those of us who are 100 pounders know what I mean. That story of uh, exerting unbelievable willpower and conviction to lose weight. Um, In one instance, I recall losing about 130, 40, 50 pounds on my own without having heard of OA. And I swore this time, this time, that I would never put the weight back on. That if I had it just couple of pounds extra, I would nip it in the bud. The next thing I know, um, after not having binged for probably a year and a few months, and having lost that 150 pounds or so, 
Uh, I remember just taking a compulsive bite. And next thing I know, 10 pounds is on, 20 pounds is on, 30 pounds is on. I could never do it. I could never um, muster the the willpower to overcome the brutal nature of this disease. And um, I did somewhere along the line, I think... Um, uh, on my, uh, I had lost 150 pounds. I had, I was on my way back up. I was somehow before I knew it, I was up to 235 pounds again. So I gained another um, 80 pounds, 60, 70 pounds, 80 pounds. Someone, I, 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 I opened up the uh, yellow pages back in that day, and. Uh, Found Overeaters Anonymous. I'm not even sure if anyone suggested it. I just know that I ended up in Overeaters, uh, looking up Overeaters Anonymous. And I called the number there, and someone picked up, thankfully, gratefully. And I explained uh, the nature of my illness to her, and she said, oh, yes, you belong here. And... uh, invited me to a first meeting. I went to a first meeting. It was in a church. It was around 1983 at that time. And uh, I didn't quite get it. Um, the people were sharing. I, 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 I didn't understand. My perception was everyone there, especially the men, were weak-willed jellyfish. And... Uh, and uh, I lasted, I think, three, four meetings, and I left. And I left for a whole year, and in that year, I gained more weight. I was also an alcoholic, drank more. My binging included heavy doses of food and uh, breads, uh, but also sugars. And uh, a year later, a college roommate of mine who had come to visit me, wrote on a paper plate the local OA's phone number. And before he left to go back to his home state, he suggested that I call again, Overeaters Anonymous. Uh, and by that time, I, I was desperate. And, uh, you know, in the, in, uh, in, in, uh, the 12 and 12 or in Bill's writing or in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, they talk about um, pain as the great teacher, as the gift. And it's hard to know when someone has reached the bottom, you know, the end of their pain. Uh, for me, it was 285 pounds for my sponsor, who was my sponsor for 37 years before he died two years ago at the age of 98. His bottom was 40 pounds overweight. It's so hard to know when the bottom is, or as in the big book it says, pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization. I had reached mine, and... Um, 
you know, I was suicidal. I was, I couldn't stop eating. Uh, I was desperate and in despair. So when my roommate, college roommate, suggested I call OA the second time, uh, I did, and I ended up going to a meeting at 4.30 p.m. August 26, 1984. And for some, and it was a small meeting, um, four people, um, three women, me, there may have been four women, myself, but I was the only male. And for some reason, everything stuck. The word stuck. The serenity prayer stuck. The idea of powerlessness. The idea that I needed to follow directions. I needed a diff, another, someone else's voice rather than the noise in my own head. I needed direction. And... Um, for some reason, I became entirely willing and open-minded and willing and willingness, just like the big book says, willingness is the key. And I, and I seemed to have been zapped instantly with willingness, open-mindedness, honesty. Uh, and um, I heard everything that was said at that first meeting. It, it, I heard it in my bones get a sponsor, um, do an inventory, uh, attend meetings, uh, and come up with a food plan. Uh, and what I recall is I didn't ask any questions. I did, uh, by, by questions, I mean I didn't ask why. I didn't ask why. I was just ready. And I've, uh, I ended up going to five meetings a week. Uh, every meeting talked about getting a sponsor, about taking the first three steps, about doing an inventory. And um, uh, my life became Overeaters Anonymous. My friends became Overeaters Anonymous. I built an entire infrastructure of life around Overeaters Anonymous. And of course, that was heaven sent because four days prior to that or a day prior to that, I had no friends. I was in 100% isolation. I didn't answer my phone calls. I didn't answer the doorbell. The shades were always pulled. And um, uh, I had no alternate life other than uh, the binging. And Overeaters Anonymous, uh, you know, four, four, five days a week, I got out and were among people who were seeking to find freedom from uh, this disease who had solutions to life that were alien to me. I had never heard of uh, uh, the, the messages that were offered so freely in Overeaters Anonymous. I'd never heard of one day at a time. You know, I was 33 years old. How do you not hear something like that? Or... Uh, to meditate, to pray, 
to let go. I mean, to let go. I, I was raised in a household where you double down, triple down. There was no such thing as letting go. And I found that the answers you provided me made my life um, available to me. Yeah? Made my life available, possible. And uh, uh, it wasn't too long after maybe three weeks, there was a retreat, Friday, Saturday, Sunday retreat. Uh, I went on the retreat with fellows uh, like you and I and immersed myself in the teachings and in the insights of, uh, in doing inventory of Overeaters Anonymous. Um, on the fourth day, I found my first sponsor. He took me through the first year. Uh, and my second sponsor, Bob, who passed away at 98, took me through the next 37. In that first year, uh, Alex, uh, my first uh, sponsor, taught me how to eat. Um, taught me that for a compulsive overeater like myself, he was also an alcoholic. So his teaching was based on the premise of finding the OA way of plugging the jug for me. It was a perfect God-given gift for me. And he taught me how to eat. He taught me how to pray. He taught me how to read the big book. Um, and... Uh, to focus on uh, a section that begins with on awakening, we think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking. And it goes on for a page and a half or so. But it was the instruction manual that I never had or never received. So I would read that every day. People would call me and we would read parts of the big book together. I would go to meetings. My friends um, would be members of Overeaters Anonymous. It was a place to incubate for the entire, my first entire year. It was a place that uh, rebirthed me, literally. And... Uh, uh, I think it was within the first month or two, I did my first inventory. I gave it away. Um, uh, of course, there are many inventories down the, down the road, but my first attempt to locate the defects of character, the wounds that got in the way of my life. Um, so, Five so minutes. The, Thank you. The gift that was given to me was um, um, a uh, a deep immersion in the foundations of twelve step program, and uh, I'm forever grateful for that. It uh, allowed me to. Um, live life in a in a more expansive spacious way 
Um, and then more experiences came into my life. And the ability, the skill, the tools, the insights um, that you taught me on how to apply all of them to new circumstances and situations in my life. One of the gifts of the program for me when the food was no longer the center of my being was that my inner uh, soul, my inner voice, the God within, however you want to describe it, began sending me prompts for wanting a bigger life. Not because I was setting some kind of a goal. It was not this, the, the um, subtle tyranny of goal setting. It was an inner light that kept sparking for something for a life lived bigger. And uh, I followed those prompts, those breadcrumbs. And through skillful sponsorship, through constantly going to Overeaters Anonymous, I still go to OA. Um, No matter what is going on in life, I always keep coming back to meetings. And uh, sir, uh, provide, uh, receive service um, and uh, uh, sponsor, etc. Um, I I I uh, I learned how to then live this bigger life. Uh, so whether it was career or more education, or um, uh, uh, learning and exploring the power of forgiveness in helping me live a more expanded life. Um, No matter what it was, uh, I found that that inner spark is endless, right? Endless creative inner voice that says, have you thought, have you tried this? Be curious about this. Uh, um, Directing my life and taking me to places and experiences that would never have been available to me had I not um, found Overeaters Anonymous. Everything I have, everything I have is as a direct result of the 12 steps. Everything I have a full life, a big life, meaningful life. And it all started with step one, this absolute knowingness that I'm powerless over food. And the second part of that first step, that my life with food is unmanageable. Uh, I don't know how to get anybody abstinent but you will know when you're ready. And whether you're ready or not, the answers still are in the 12 steps, in these 12-step meetings. 12-step meetings where two or more of us are gathered 
and where higher power is in our midst is how we find our way into step one if we have not already taken it. It's where we find the the door into a new life, into a new birth. Um, Grateful for the opportunity to share. Grateful to be here with you. Thank you. Uh, My phone number is 951-295-5091. It's uh, Pacific time. And... uh, uh, always text uh, before calling. Uh, that way I know it's not a sales call, right? It's a 12-step call. Grateful for you. Thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you for inviting me.